Welcome to episode six of the Rock and Road podcast, Cars, Motorcycles and Music with me, Leona Graham. Today's car review is an Audi A3 1.5 five-door hatchback. The motorcycle part comes in the form of Jackie Adams, who founded the group Motorbike Women on Facebook. And music comes from, well, the new ACDC album is out and I'll give you my thoughts on that. But first of all, the story continues. Last week I told you about the sad demise of my Ford Escort Mark III. After that, I had a bicycle for a while, eventually reverting to cars with a Vauxhall Astra, which were quite common at the time. In fact, your comments on the Rock and Road pod Instagram agree. Jem says, was it the law that everyone must have owned an Astra at some point? I think it was. It's Me Wizard said, yes, I loved my 1.6 litre petrol, went like a rocket. And the Duke of Rock replied, well, I had a C-Reg Astra. It would cut out whenever it started to rain, which in this country is quite a lot. Well, I was just so happy to be back on the road, but I did have a little incident in a multi-storey car park where I reversed out and managed to crush the right front wing on a pillar. Absolutely gutted about that. And yet again, I didn't keep the oil topped up. And the car broke down, my pal Jim had to come and rescue me for the second time. Although, good news, I didn't destroy the engine. After this car, though, I was able to upgrade. I was working at this point on a local radio station in Portsmouth called Power FM, and I upgraded to another Vauxhall Astra. But this one was newer. It was a Vauxhall Astra saloon. It felt more luxurious. And when I went to pick it up, they tied a great big red bow ribbon around it. It was brilliant. More photographs of that online as well at Rock and Road Pod. Tell me your early car stories at Rock and Road Pod. Now, earlier this week, I hired an Audi. I'm now in the Audi A3, and I spent some time just trying to get familiar with the dashboards, the gear stick. The first thing that happened was the music came blasting out at me, and I couldn't find a volume control. But actually, the volume control is right down here next to the gear lever. So now to find reverse. Now the interior lighting on this Audi A3 is pretty poor. It's a dark evening and I can't see the numbers on top of this gear lever. It's a nice sporty gear lever, but nevertheless, I can't see where the reverse is. So I had to get the torch out from my phone to find out where it says reverse. And it's over to the left and up. So as I was saying about the interior lights, there's literally just one in the front of the car between me and the passenger. There is no lights on the vanity mirrors either, which is just not good enough. That should come as standard, surely. Right, first impressions driving it. Extremely comfortable, feels very natural, quite sporty. This car is an Audi A3 1.5 petrol 2019 manual. It's a five door, so it's got the hatchback. If you wanted the next size up, it would be the A4, but that's more expensive and you've got plenty of room in this car. Its rival would be a Mercedes CLA. Rear view mirror is too small, I would say. Definitely go for a larger mirror if that was an option. You really do get a feeling of a bit of luxury, premium quality, I would say, in the cabin. And in fact, these vents at the front look like jet engines. I think they're actually designed to do that. The first problem I had with them is they're so fancy, but I couldn't actually stick on my phone holder. It's got a leather steering wheel with an optional audio virtual cockpit. You can have the sat nav in the middle as well, and you can have smart 3D graphics if you so choose. It's telling me now that I've got absolute radio on, but muted. It's telling me my fuel consumption, the date, the revs, the temperature, the time, and my speed. Got a left and a right arrow as well. 
Oh, this one does have the sat-nav. Look at that in the middle of the dials. This is brilliant. The correct term for the music system, the media center, is an audio smartphone interface. It has a chrome rotary control just below the gear stick. So I can control all of this whilst driving without taking my eyes off the road. I like this way more than I thought I was going to, actually. Don't know why. I've just never really been that into Audis, but this is beautiful. Let's just pull in and get Harley. Hi, Harley. Hi. Have you figured out how to do the radio? Of course not. Yeah, that's kind of obvious with your intelligence. Well, normally Dexter does it and he's seven, so... <laughs> Can you tell me your first impressions of the car, please? Um, I think it's, like, very new and I like how it's, like, very black and clean. And I like the leather interior. Well spotted, yes, lovely leather interior. And what do you make of this thing? This, this isn't called a radio, it's called an audio smartphone interface. What do you think of that? Uh, it sounds like very futuristic. Right, let's go to drumming. Time check, please, Harley. It's 5.21. I can tell you, actually, I've got it on the dashboard on my smart interface thing. It is 5.21. That's what I just said. That's what I looked at, because, yeah, the start of the yeah, I, I wanted to tell you from my smart interface dashboard. But you asked me. Well, I thought you might look at a watch, but I forgot that your generation don't wear watches. Yeah, no, but I'm wearing a watch and it says it's free freckles past a hair. <laughs> right, let's get on with the car review. Okay. Can you possibly work out how to set up the smartphone interface? Yeah, sure. Which radio is it playing? Think global. Absolute would be good. And uh, I mean, if you've got um, absolute naughties, it should come up here after a while. Oh, there it go was. Go back, go back. Wow, every BBC station known to man. Oh, you, are you going the right way? No, you're not. You got, oh, now we have to go all the way back round. Up there, there it is. Saver's favourite. Oh, it's all, all memory sorts are full. We've already done three favourites. All right, that's it. We're gonna How have to dare they? All right, what one? is in the favourite section? Look at this tosh that's in favourites. Chris Country, capital X. T-R-A, like... Right, delete. Delete, delete, delete. Oh, I think that's your teacher. I'll finish it off. See you in a bit. All right. You know Teslas don't have door handles? Don't they? What do they have? I don't know. It's just don't like... forget your mask. I wasn't going to forget my mask. If anyone's going to forget their mask, Get you. out the car. Okay, bye. Now, just having a look at the outside of the car. The front grille is wider. It looks a bit deeper than it has been on previous Audis. And, of course, it's got the classic Audi four-circle logo. Five spoked alloy wheels. The boot on the hatchback is a little bit small. The seats do fold down and you can quite comfortably sit a couple of adults in the back. In fact, let's try it. Yeah, plenty of room for some adults. My knees aren't touching the seat in front. All in all, I think this is a great car. It fits into London lifestyle. You could easily have this in the countryside as well. It's a multi-purpose luxury car. Holly, how's drumming? Uh, it's really fun this time. We played along to a lot of songs and I like, just went over like lots of pieces and it was really fun. So like I played him the jack and he thought it was really good. ACDC. And then we, yeah, ACDC. And then um, he started talking about like other songs, like some of the really good songs. And Back in Black came up and what we did was, you know the bit where it's like... 
that bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did that bit. And then um, yeah, we were talking about some good songs and, like, The Trooper cause, and, like, Iron Maiden. Yeah. And then uh, we start, and he was like, oh, do you know what else I think you would like, Motorhead? And oh, really? Yeah. And he played, um, what's it called, Ace of Spades, really, and he, like, played along to it. like. Which oh, was God, was he amazing? Yeah. And then, you know the song Overkill? Yeah. Um, He managed to play it. No, but he taught me how to do it, so it's quite simple. So, like, but you need two bass drums. The feet, you have, they go, like, like that fast. Oh, my God, I'd love to have watched him do that. It was really fun. Sounds like a good lesson. Yeah. OK, well, we're just heading home now in the Audi A3, and it just feels like my car ready. Does it feel like our car? Yeah, like, I'm so comfy in this chair right now. Yeah, me too. I don't even mind that I'm not high up. Oh, yeah, you, you have a real problem with that. Like, if the car's not high up, you're like, I don't like it, I'm going to have to go return it. <laughs> Look, it's not. I'm not sure or anything. I don't have some kind of height complex. I just like driving in a higher up position. No, no, it's because, like, of your old age, it hurts your back. And we'll leave Harley there with all his insults. And now it is time for my special guest. Please welcome to the Rock and Road podcast, Jackie Adams. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Leona. Great to speak to you. How are you? That is all good, yeah. Good. Um, now, you're a founder member of the Facebook group Motorbike Women. Can you tell me about this group? OK. Uh, well, we started coming up to five years ago. Um, the idea was we just wanted a space where women that ride bikes could all um, get together, meet, talk about different things. And it's grown into something else altogether. It, it's providing support for women uh, no matter where about they are on their riding journey, um, starting out or if they've been riding for years, just gets everyone uh, mixed in together. Why do you think there was a need for a separate women's biker group? Um, I think sometimes women feel a bit intimidated. Um, not to say that they don't like hanging around with the male friends, partners and so on and so forth. Um, but sometimes they don't like to ask questions in some of the groups that are out there in mixed groups, whether the legitimately uh, is reason to be embarrassed or, or what, whatever the reason. They feel just easier, I think, asking that in a women's group. They're not going to get um, anyone taking the mick out of them for something they ask, even if it is something quite basic. He's got 10,000 followers now, hasn't it, your group? Yeah, yeah, it's going from strength to strength. And uh, certainly not the biggest out there, there's there's others, but I think we do something quite special. So why is yours unique? Um, I I think it's the way we try to get everybody to interact and we we look after the people that are in the group and we try to get people to link up. We want to see the the group as a hub, really. Um, So we don't discourage people from forming their own groups and going off, just really so that they're finding people in their local area to go out riding with as much as anything else or people that share the same passions that they do. Yeah, that's really nice. And obviously, in a normal world, um, you encourage people to meet up then. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's a little bit different at the minute. Um, but even now, we're, we're forming sort of circles so that people make new connections so that you've got people that are checking in with them during lockdown so that they're not, they don't feel by themselves as much as they might do. That's absolutely brilliant. And how would you find your Facebook group? Is it just called Motorbike Women? That's it, yeah. Okay. Oh, you can find us online as well at www.motorbikewomen.com and there's links from there. Fantastic, Jackie. Now, talking about you personally, what bike do you ride and why? Um, at the minute, my main bike's a, a Scrambler, a Triumph Scrambler 1200XC. And to be honest, I'm absolutely besotted with it. Um, <laughs> I've, I've got another Scrambler at home as well, the early one, the 865, uh, the air-cooled version. Um, but, but the 1200, honestly, I, I do about 1200 miles a week normally. 
And that Gosh, can be, that's a lot, isn't it? Well, yeah. Um, so I cover the whole of the country with my job. So I'll be maybe ride into Exeter one day and then London the next and across town. And then at home at the weekends, I'm, I'm just around the back lanes. It's so just, what is your job, uh, Jackie? Um, I have got the best job in the world. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, <laughs> I, I work in after sales for Triumph. So I'm, I'm around the country all of the time going, visiting different dealers. OK, so you'll take a bike to a dealer, will you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I've got my own bike, a company bike that I'll visit dealers on. Oh, that okay. You do have the best job. I told you, dream job. <laughs> and then you just ride for for fun at the weekends as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, just bikes are just an obsession. What got you into bikes in the first place? How old were you? Uh, I was seventeen, and I can't really can't remember what the the catalyst was for it. I just I was obsessed with horses when I was a kid, uh, and then at seventeen, just wanted to ride bikes. And it's the jump, isn't it, from horses well, to yeah, bikes? Yeah, yeah. Well, horses to horsepower. But as soon as I started riding, I, I found out that there was all this history of my dad that he used to be in a stunt team and he used to race all different kinds of things. But I didn't know any of that before I started oh. riding. So maybe it's just in the blood. It's in the blood. That's it. Incredible. <laughs> what was your first bike? Uh, I think the first one I had was a ZZR 250, which was brand new. I'd saved for it for ages and I'd got finance as well. And before it even had a mile on the clock, the, the dealer delivered it for me when I wasn't home. And we lived on a farm and they delivered it and put, um, put it on the cobbles on the centre stand. Before I even went a single mile on the bike, I managed to take it off the centre stand, never having used a centre stand before, and dropped it and smashed the bearing. <gasps> so, <laughs> oh, how upset were you then. on a oh, scale just one? just a bit. Yeah, oh. yeah, devastated. <laughs> yes, there's nothing worse when you drop your first bike and a new bike. Because um, yeah. when I first passed, I was lent a ninja from Kawasaki. And I rode it to the Absolute Radio Studios and put it in NCP car parks. Couldn't find anywhere to park and immediately dropped it. No. Oh, yeah. And then crazy, I was late, yeah. for, late for my show. I was in a complete state. Um, it was absolutely awful. But um, what is your dream motorbike then if you had unlimited funds? Uh, it's hard to say. I, I counted up when, when I knew I was going to be talking to you how many bikes I've got at home at the minute, and, and there's a, a, a shameful amount of bikes at home. How many? Um, Come on, confess. Th- th- there's 14 right now. What? Um, t- two of them aren't mine, so... 14? <laughs> yeah. 14 so I think, bikes? I think as far as dream bikes go, I've probably got most of them in, in various different stages. Um, but I say at the minute, I just can't see past the Scrambler. I just love that bike. Glad but you're enjoying it. Yeah, classic Kawasaki's that are, you know, I think sort of a dream bike for me. So the old GPZs that I've, that I've just rebought again. So, yeah. It's I've definitely got a theme with bikers that I've noticed that you can't just have one. No. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, do you drive an actual car? Uh, I do, yes. Um, I've got a, a Transit and a, a Land Rover, a Land Rover Defender. Oh, trust you, you've got two. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you enjoy driving as well? I do, but not to the same extent. Um, I, I've got the Land Rover for fun and, and the Transit for moving bikes and things. Okay. Um, but I very rarely use them unless I'm going somewhere uh, taking my dogs out. It's bike, bikes all the time for me. What do you listen to when you're driving? I presume you don't listen to music when you're riding. Oh, I do, absolutely, yeah. Oh, you do? It, yeah, no, it can turn what, what could be a really soggy journey all the way up to, I don't know, the far north of Scotland. I could be having a, a dreadful ride on motorways all the way. If I've got music, totally transforms that ride. Do you listen um, through the helmet then? Have you got a system? Yeah, yeah. So do you listen um, to your own music then? Have you a playlist ready or something? 
Yeah, I've always got it on to shuffle, so I never know what's coming on next. So um, it, it can catch you by surprise and um, just make you feel a bit happier as you're riding along when something you didn't expect to hear suddenly is, is, is in your ears. What sort of music do you listen to? Is it a wide range of everything? Oh, yeah, I've got a really eclectic taste. So it's, I think, rock, metal, a bit of um, EBM, the odd bit of country even sneaks in there. That's fantastic. Um, are there any songs that affect your riding, like that maybe make you go a bit fast or a bit slower? Oh, yeah. Uh, not so much slower, because I, I, there's not much that I listen to that isn't at least reasonably upbeat, but there's some music that I try to avoid listening to. And, and one track in particular will have an effect like no other. That's... Um, New World Order by Ministry, that's the one. <laughs> Whether I'm in, a, in the car or the bike will make me either push the throttle too much or twist, twist the twist a bit, a bit too much. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, my one for that, that is one. Phantom of the Opera, Iron Maiden. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Something about that song that. that just makes me drive fast. Um, <laughs> now, what is your favourite of all the uh, cars or bikes that you've had? Hard to say. Again, um, probably one of the, my old series, Land Rovers, as far as four wheels go. because I, yeah. I, I do love my Land Rovers. Um, bikes, I don't know. I can say um, the Scrambler at the moment is, is the one. That's just doing it for you. That is ticking yeah. every box, Jackie. It really is. Yeah. I'm so pleased. Well, I tell you what, it's lovely to meet you on the Rock and Road Pod. Um, and just remind us again: the Facebook group is called Motorbike Women. Criteria to get in, I presume, are female. Yep. Um, have a motorbike or just maybe not even have a motorbike. Maybe Can you get in if you just want to have a motorbike? Yeah, yeah, if you're just looking at it. I think we, we get a lot of people that join the group that are thinking about it and aren't sure and they just see that the warmth of everyone else that's in there and the encouragement that's there um, and realise that it's not just them going through whatever situation they're in. Somebody else has already been there and they'll, they'll talk about it and, and sort of welcome them in and get them going. Oh, that is brilliant. And the website, again, if you could just remind us, was... Uh, www.motorbikewomen.com Jackie, thank you for being a guest. Thank you very much for talking to me. So my album recommendation this week comes in the form of the new album from ACDC called Power Up. And it's just come out, so it's a brand new album. I've had a listen to it. It's got some classic riffs, but it's got something extra. To me, it feels as fresh as Back in Black. It's an album I think you need to listen to a few times to get into it. The next single is going to be called Realise, which is the album opener. And one I think is absolutely brilliant and definitely should be the next single. Other tracks I like are called System Down, Money Shot, Demon Fire, which Brian Johnson does something completely unique and different with his vocals. Love it. And the closing track on the album as well, which is called Code Red. I mean, does it sound like all the other albums? Angus Young once said this famous quote, I'm sick to death of people saying we've made 11 albums that sound exactly the same. In fact, we've made 12 albums that sound exactly the same. Actually, they're on 17 now. So the album came about really after quite a lot of diversity. Brian Johnson had hearing issues, Phil Rudd was arrested and of course Malcolm Young died in 2017. So now wearing his uncle's guitar is Stuart, Malcolm Young's nephew. Phil Rudd's charges were withdrawn and Brian Johnson has got a miniature car battery in his ear apparently. Um, but I tell you what I like about this album, what I like about ACDC is that they're not complicated. They're just having a bit of fun. They know what they are. They're not trying to make any deep and meaningful songs. It's just happy music. And they do it for the fans as much as anything else. They certainly don't need the money anymore. But I think it's a great new album. Check it out. Power Up from ACDC. Oh, hi, Dexter. Hi. What's going on in your world? Good. So you've been playing the bass guitar, have you? Yeah. How's it going? Good. What song did you learn today? Uh, 
rainbow was? Yeah, it was rainbow since you've been gone. Perhaps you'll uh, perhaps you can play that to us next week. Yeah. Well, I'm not so good. You are good. You just need a bit of practice. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. And that's it from the podcast this week. Thank you for listening. Please do rate and review. The current rating is 4.8. Thank you for your positive stars. Please give me five. Go on. And tune in next time for episode seven of the Rock and Road Pod. (laughs) 